let's start by taking a look at the prospects for Sassel. Yeah, Sakina, I mean, one of the variables we've obviously been watching very, very closely recently has been that oil price move, you know, and we've seen the, we've seen the oil price spike up sharply to just marginally below $70 a barrel. Um, you know, and if there's two variables which obviously affect Sassol the most, it would be uh, the oil price and the Rand dollar exchange rate. Uh, you know, one has been moving very firmly in Sassol's favor, i.e. The, the, the oil price has spiked up quite sharply, and one has been moving sharply against it more recently and that's been uh, the rand dollar exchange rate with the rand appreciating quite a bit against the dollar, um, you know, about uh, about 12%, um, you know, in the last six, six or seven weeks or so. So, um, you know, that, that, that obviously uh, provided a mixed bag of fortunes for the company, but uh, at the end of the day, the rand dollar, the, the, the rand oil price is probably slightly higher uh, than it was seven weeks ago. Um, you know, we saw them releasing results just, uh, or, or guidance um, yesterday indicating that they're expecting something in the region of 15% earnings growth, uh, headline per earnings share growth uh, for the 2017 financial year. Um, and this is in an environment which hasn't obviously taken into account the latest spike in the oil price. So, um, you know, I suppose the one big factor remains, when is that massive project at Lake Charles going to come online? Um, you know, obviously a very big CapEx project for Sasol, uh, equating to something like half their balance sheets uh, Eventually, the kind of capex spend we're talking about is just over 11 billion dollars. Uh, so far, they've sunk about 8 billion dollars into that uh, in, in, into that project. And the reports are that uh, you know it seems all seems to be on track for uh, that project to come online within the 2018 year. Um, it's going to start delivering cash flows to uh, the company within the 2018 financial year, and the last bit of the capex will be wrapped up. And it seems that uh, the project is going to be delivered on time and on budget, which is obviously uh, which was the biggest execution risk for Sasol and continues to remain the biggest execution risk for Sasol. So, Sakina, I think the prospects for the company are really centered on that project coming online, um, but at 10 times forward earnings um, you know, and a, and a materials company uh, which hasn't rallied to the extent that we've seen some of the other material companies rallying, um, you know, the diversified miners come to mind, uh, the iron ore miners come to mind, Kumba Iron Ore, a saw which had massive years last year, um, you know, diversified miners, Anglo, Billiton, both having very strong years last year, Zara in the cold space having a very strong year last year, um, all in anticipation of uh, increased economic growth globally, um, metals prices and, and, and energy prices like coal prices, uh, you know, uh, ending the year thermal, having a really good 2017 after a really good 2016, um, you know, and we saw those share prices recovering on the back of the higher commodity prices, we have not seen that with Sasol and a lot of the oil majors. You know, there's been a lot more structural concerns about the supply glut in the oil markets. Um, OPEC is seriously looking to address that. Um, so, you know, we, we, we ho- or, or what Sasol would hope um, and shareholders in Sasol would hope is that, uh, you know, they, they, they continue to address that, that supply glut and we continue to see um, a, a stable oil price environment which will be very positive for Sasol uh, given the cheap multiple given the fact that it hasn't re-rated on the back of this oil price recovery. So Sakina, all in all, remain quite optimistic on the prospects for the company uh, given uh, the, the, the late Charles project coming online, contributing to earnings, a cheap multiple, um, and significant lagging of Sassol relative to the other material prices, even though the oil price has recovered. Nadir, what's driving the global equity market rally since the start of the year? 
Sakina, I mean, it's been a, it's been an absolute bumper start to the year. Um, you know, obviously the JSC has picked up on some of that with uh, you know the Swiss index or the All Share index ending uh, or for the year up just under three percent so far this year, or on three percent so far this year, and the U.S. markets and other global markets up even more than that. I mean, if we look at the Dow Jones, it had its fastest one thousand point rally uh, to the, to to January or, or, or to January eighteenth. So twelve trading days in the year, it took to notch up another 1,000-point rally. That's its fastest 1,000-point rally in history. Um, and I think what's been driving it is a lot of positive sentiment about in the global economy. We've touched extensively on uh, global growth prospects uh, for, for, for the global economy and how those have been revised higher um, and, 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 and uh, you know, how uh, all, all the various agencies are revising their estimates for growth higher. I think at the end of the day, um, you know, we've seen strong earnings growth coming through. Uh, every major region in the world delivered earnings growth at a clip greater than 10% uh, for 2017. Um, even in the latest earnings season, we're starting to see the impact of the tax cuts announced by uh, the U.S. government. We're starting to see anecdotally what we'll start to see in even more detail in the numbers in quarters to come, um, the impact of uh, greater investment, uh, particularly by U.S.-based companies on the back of the tax cuts. One thinks of Apple uh, repatriating their cash power back to the U.S. Yes, paying the $38 billion tax bill, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, investing for growth, creating 20,000 jobs in the U.S., and I think it's this large-scale investment, Sakina, from these corporates, which is expected to unlock significant earnings growth, which is continuing to propel equity markets higher, and in terms of uh, how much legs are there left, well, Sakina, you know, I think we're probably starting to get towards, um, you know, just past the midpoint of the cycle. We've seen a phenomenal 2017 uh, from global risk assets. We expect that to continue into 2018. Uh, we think that momentum and sentiment um, is likely to con is likely to carry equity markets higher. You know, a lot of people are concerned about the PE multiple. Uh, you know, we're less concerned about that because interest rates are quite low. Uh, the Federal Reserve is going to have a managed exit from their monetary uh, easy monetary policy stance. And I think at the end of the day, uh, risk asset valuations still remain very much more attractive than uh, than, than risk less or or, or non-risk asset valuations, i.e., bonds globally. So, Sakina, I think uh, this momentum and this positivity of the global economic cycle can continue to push equities higher just a little bit longer.